Hello everyone, my name is Zachary Ballard. And I am Chris Vlamakis. And this is the Apocalypticast. And we are going to be reviewing uh, Captain Phillips. Yes, keeping with our pirate theme within our last few podcasts, this one we decided we wanted to go with a more modern, with a, a modern day pirate. And it's actually based off of a true story mm-hmm. that, uh, that happened to the crew of the ship piloted by Captain Phillips. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was 2008? Nine. Nine? I think it was 2009. It's the 2000s. They were all blurred. <laughs> they're, yeah. yeah they're, they're, all, they're all the same. It's all a fever dream right uh, now. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, um, this uh, was a huge transition compared to the other movie, the, the recent movies. We, like, the one we literally watched right before this was... <laughs> the ba- <laughs> was, ba- was Pirates Band of Misfits. Yeah. And it was, it was just like... Okay, here we go. Yeah, it was definitely more serious one. If you've seen it, uh, definitely recommend seeing it at least five times. Five times? Um, no, but it, it's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I watched it with Chris and Alina. So it's just us two today. Um, so this podcast should be should be short and sweet. All right, so let's ro- jump right in to theme. What do you think the theme is, Chris? Hmm? Um, I, I part of me thinks trying to think about it is because obviously, like they couldn't necessarily slap one hundred percent their own theme onto this because it's based off of a uh, fairly accurate retelling of what happened. Mm-hmm. But I think honestly, like if if there if I were to put a theme onto it, something that seemed very prevalent even within the pirates. With uh, within Captain Phillips himself is uh, maybe conviction isn't the right word, but like st- sticking to what you know, mm. like uh, like having that sort of rock solid foundation in what you know and what you believe in. Okay. And throughout like the whole movie, um, Phillips knows what he's doing. He obviously is a veteran uh, in in uh, modern day. Uh, sailing yeah. he knows all he like as soon as he gets onto the ship he's he's looking and nitpicking all these little yeah. things he knows every single uh thing that needs to be done and he knows all of the policies all of the uh, plans of action just in case this stuff is happening mm-hmm. and and so he knows exactly what's what's going to be doing he also seems to be fairly well aware of what like the military standing and the military order of operations are and so when he gets captured, when he gets captured himself, um, well, would you consider him being captured as when the pirates first get into the get onto the ship, or him being put into the lifeboat? I mean, he was hostage the entire yeah. time. So as soon as the pirates show up, they're like, uh, he very much is sticking to the plan, sticking mm-hmm. to his guns, doing all this trusting his crew to be able to stick to the plan stick to the guns and everything like that and too. and they were they were um very like on top of it like they were trying their best to like they were very uh, and yeah and then like obviously when they found opportunities uh to do things like uh, with the broken bottle on the ground yeah um with the the leader of uh muse which hopefully i'm not butchering that name but um when the leader was by himself and they all just ganged up on him which was mm-hmm kind of a cathartic scene in and itself yeah. but then i noticed it was only halfway through the movie and i was like oh crap <laughs> yeah something else is gonna happen <laughs> yeah. you know 
And then when Phillips gets on to uh, when they're on the lifeboat, you st then start to get a lot more insight for the pirates themselves. And I mm -hmm. think the pirates themselves, obviously, they have their own beliefs, their own convictions, but obviously, they are they are misguided. Yeah. Like they believe, like oh, they're going to have a huge payday, and especially when he talks about how they took a a, a ship the week before and it, they it was six million dollars, and then Phillips is like, then why on earth are you here? It's yeah, like because he has he, boss. Be, yeah, he has a boss. The boss was the one who got six million dollars, mm -hmm. but the boss has convinced him and made him believe that him getting ships and making the boss rich will make him rich. Yeah, well, like going along with that conversation. Yeah. Like, I I think I think the theme is what you know, yeah. as well as what your what your circumstances are. Yes. Like like yeah. when he was like, "Why are you here?" He was like, and then and then later on, Captain Phillips was like, "Well, you you." you can choose to be something else other than a fisherman and a kidnapper. Yeah. And he was like, maybe in America, you know, it was like, I, that, I thought that, that line yeah. hit me because it was like, Oh, this is like, he's literally, and I love how they showed the scene before where these guys came in with guns and they were, they were basically forcing them to go and get, yeah, they get were, a ship. Yeah. And they were, they were offering them money and being mm -hmm. like, okay, who wants, who wants to make some good money and doing all this. And then, there was like a couple of them who even offered their own cut of pay just to have the opportunity to go on there. Yeah. Like it was, it was definitely almost was like world. almost like a fanatical type of thing. Mm -hmm. And honestly, what I can compare that to, and I, I I only have a little bit of knowledge of this, but there's there's a lot of like inner city gangs even within the United States that are like that. You're born mm -hmm. and raised around that, and you are probably born and raised in a very shitty situation. Yeah. Like them, obviously, it looked like they were their houses were like ramshackled at best mm -hmm. didn't seem like they have much of uh, of anything of interior looks like their houses had many people living in it and obviously uh, they're like they're they were giving him the nickname throughout the whole movie of of like skinny and everything like that and sure he was pretty scrawny but not a single one of them were like even close to no. being like like some of them were well toned but yeah, but they were all skinny. They were skinny. they were all like very little amount of body fat. So obviously, mm -hmm. and they, the Americans they had a lot of body fat. They had a lot of body mass. They did, yeah. Even even like the physically fit ones. Yeah. Obviously, you they had their, more their, body their mass. muscle mass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's something I didn't. I actually wasn't thinking of. But but thinking about that is with along with the gangs. This happens all over the world where it's like somebody's in a down and out situation. And an organization, whether it be a gang, it could be it could be a company, it could be a large organization such as this this pirate group. Mm -hmm. um, they use these people and tell and tell them, "Hey, I can help you out." And maybe they, and in some cases they do. In some mm -hmm. cases, like yeah, here's a here's a wad of money. Here's like ten thousand dollars for your work. It's like good job, and it's like it's more money than they've seen in their entire lives. So obviously they come back for more and more and, po and possibly do more and more jobs for less and less or something like that just for glory yeah yeah so, so but but the circumstance thing yeah but but, uh, but like with their circumstances i think that ties in because i because obviously like i don't i i st still really don't think that this is some this is one cut and dry um theme of this yeah uh, yeah this but it's uh, literally just telling a story but yeah. but of course they put in and even even if that conversation wasn't there I like, think I think the the most liberty they took with this movie has to have been when it was 
the before scenes when it was just them as the pirates because the only the only person they could have gotten from was was him the leader yeah they could have gotten that story from him though it's a possibility but like but he could have been lying too he could have been lying he could have uh like i don't want to necessarily uh, like accuse somebody like that of lying but they also could have been like uh who knows if they had access to him because he's like uh, he, he was probably he, he was in like a maximum security prison in Indiana mm-hmm. so would the crew have been able to like the writers of the movie been able to go in and interview it him? depends I mean it's I a don't, Tom I, Hanks film I don't know what it is I don't yeah. know I, I yeah so um but yeah I I want to jump straight into well like the writing and story I I think it's I think it's interesting watching a a thematic version of a real story that actually happened yeah um and and obviously like they dramatized it and stuff um i kind of wanted so i i looked up after uh after watching the movie when i came home um like the interviews with the crew and the crew there was one interview where like the crew was like the the movie portrayed him as a hero but captain phillips wasn't a hero like he literally brought us into danger like he got emails basically saying that like uh you should you should go 600 miles off the coast but he stayed right on track with um with like 250 miles off the coast and so like i find it i find it interesting that like um and then they presented it with him and he got like flustered and stuff but uh he he wanted to it makes sense. I mean, like, he wanted to go faster. Um, yeah. He, he wanted to get the job done quickly, but and he disregarded the emails basically telling him to go further out hmm. uh, to avoid the pirates. So it it's interesting to me how the writing had dramatized this a bit. Well, like, and you even watch the, the recording from the u.s navy and it's not as interesting as like the actual movie yeah. you know uh, to be per- to be perfectly honest when when i was watching the movie i wouldn't necessarily call him a hero even with watching the movie yeah i would say that he is a guy who is very well trained and he knows what he's what he ha- should be doing mm-hmm. and what needs to be done um but i wouldn't necessarily say that he's a he's a hero obviously he like uh He's he's deceiving the bad guy the entire time, yeah. Which I think can be misconstrued as like, oh look, he's doing something brave and heroic. But uh, but he's like, uh, and yeah, he he wanted to protect the life of his crew and everything like that. So it, I honest like yeah, I don't think he was necessarily a hero in the movie. But that is pretty interesting to see because like obviously, my my question. Well, obviously, even in the movie, he didn't get along with his crew. You know. Yeah. He, so he, it showed him butting heads with the crew early mm-hmm. on in the movie. And, um, I, that, I, I was wondering that while I was watching it, whether or not, because there has to be constant surveillance reports of pirate, of like activity like that in that area, especially if it is very well known to have that sort of activity. Mm -hmm. And so for him to go in without any sort of, uh, any sort of idea was a little in question for me. And mm-hmm. so, looking at that, it's like okay, it makes sense that he he got that. And honestly, or maybe he knew that he like he he trusted in the ship and the system maybe. that they had, and that they just like he was like, well, we don't really need to do this because we have hoses, we have we have ways to keep these pirates off. Yeah. But 
he but Musée is so smart. Like both Captain Phillips and Musée yeah. were perfect antagonists to each other. Like because they, like, they were both incredibly smart, mm-hmm. um, in what they were doing, and they knew what they were doing. Yes, both of them. Exactly. Yeah. They both had their jobs and they did them well. Um. So, and and I do wonder if if like. I'm sure I'm sure they were able to talk to him, like Musée in the prison. Possibly. I'm sure they contacted the prison and they were like, "Hey, Tom Hanks film." <laughs> uh, <laughs> they just drop his name. Uh, let us come do it, and then they were like, "All right, Tom Hanks film. Okay, we're gonna meet Tom Hanks. They, he doesn't show he up. He doesn't show up. They're all they're all dressed up in nice suits, and they're just like, so yeah. is, Miss, is Mr. Hanks here? <laughs> no. Mr. Hanks yeah. is here." He's at home with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's not going to be here for another year till we write the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but writing writing was solid. Um, yeah, it, what, it was solid. They were able to obviously keep... Because always in all these based on a true story films, there's mm-hmm. always some times where it's like, how much did the writers take liber- uh, liberty mm-hmm. um with the source material because a lot of times real life isn't exciting like yeah. if the movie was like longer and they tried to make it feel how long they were in that in that boat in that well, they were in boat, there for like five days they, they were yeah it was days they were in there but the movie the way it was written and the way it was paced made it so that okay you got a sense especially with like we can get with like acting and the physicality and everything like that mm-hmm. but that made it that show that okay a time lapse every time it, every time it cut back to them it was hours later maybe mm-hmm. a day or so later and I, I think that was really good on the writing and it made it feel like because i remember i remember seeing this uh, this stuff on the news mm-hmm. i remember because like because uh, once we got part way through the movie i was just like i i memories of it kept flashing back and i knew basically how the movie was going to end if i if i remembered correctly uh, i was like yeah they took out they took out all the guys on the boat simultaneously with 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 a sniper rifle yeah and uh that part was obviously the climax the like most dramatic part because oh, yeah. it was just like okay he's holding a gun to captain phillips head he's tied up and everything like that they're only able to see one or two of them with a clear shot and like they have to do it all at the same time mm-hmm. otherwise he's and, dead and that and that is a very real thing um but the navy seals <laughs> um they they're trained to do crazy operations like that they're trained to come in like it was just from the moment the seals came in where they were uh where they parachuted in in complete darkness with like fairly good precision uh-huh. um to the fact that they were just like multiple snipers trained in relaying live to the commander whether or not they were green oh, green to go or red uh not to take them out and then like um just like when it happened it it the, that movie the way it was felt was like cathartic it like really there was a lot of points in this movie where it felt really good like a lot of things were satisfying in this movie it was yeah. re, it was very satisfying like even when like the pirates first got onto the ship, because that whole sequence of him like turning the boat back and forth to try to slam into them, of them it's fighting so with the full wave, of tension. It and, was and, definitely and them with like shooting the hoses. Yeah, it, th- that was an action element they were putting in into something that like 
like the crew the crew is unarmed captain phillips I, he probably doesn't have any like it didn't at least in the movie it didn't really show yeah. him with any sort well, of well i don't think they were allowed training. like they were talking about they weren't allowed to have weapons yeah 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 you i know? think it probably has something to do with like if they go from port to port for country well, to country customs and they're not a military vessel yeah exactly. i think that's i think that's the reasoning if they were a military it's like vessel, international law yeah yeah and so with that they were using their weapons quote unquote to to their advantage and there were just a lot of points where i'm just like oh man that's awesome that's awesome mm -hmm. it's like stuff that i have heard about and i've and i a couple of them i've caught a glimpse or two uh, uh online and everything like that but to see like basically a real-time uh enactment of that because that particular scene like I don't know how like that felt like a perfect type of dramatization of that of that exact thing because they're mm -hmm. they're being they're chasing in real time the ship is going in real time and obviously and you see it hitting the boat and it's like obviously like one misstep and everybody on that boat will capsize oh yeah but they're they're being stable they're doing this they're doing the whole ladder thing and that that obviously was probably the very beginning of them just like yeah this is this is a good movie oh yeah, <laughs> yeah well like yeah. well like even thinking about it. It probably took a lot longer for that boat, that small boat, to yeah. catch up, you know? But they, they really paced it out well, so they showed the story, but there was still yeah, tension. Yeah, they, the, they do the cuts, and obviously, like, it shows them, it's just like, okay, they're, they're a mile and a half out, they're a mm -hmm. mile out, they're a half a, a mile out. Yeah. In the movie, that might have been, like, 10, 15 minutes, but in real life, that might have been... 40 minutes an hour who, yeah, know, who yeah. knows how uh, how much but but obviously that was such a shitty boat like it was so bad <laughs> it, it was but like you also had to take in consideration like those large tanker ships like that yeah they may move decently fast but that much mass going through that much water can't go that quickly and uh, that thing had dual and that smaller boat had dual engines on it so it really is only a matter of like time yeah uh, yeah yeah like that those awful word math problems if a small boat with two engines on it <laughs> and a large boat with a ton of but what if the ship it? was carrying 17 tons of water <laughs> just, they hired like math teachers to come solve like why how long it would take for the boat to catch up all right anyway okay story is solid uh 10 out of 10 story um I, I want to go right into directing. I, I had a thought, and I mentioned it during the movie, where I it made me wonder, like, because it was very continuous with, like, the sweat stains on his on his uh, chest. And, like, oh, yeah. Like, I wonder if they shot that the whole day. Yeah. Because, like... I, I think that some of those scenes... I think pro part of me thinks that, like... They may have tried shooting all the on the large boat scenes on the same day, because mm -hmm. obviously, like, because like, yeah, when you when you pointed that, out, I was just like, oh, that is pretty interesting. Well, maybe maybe they did like the pre hijacking one day, yeah, where they saw the pirates, and then the whole hijacking another day. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, or or over several days, mm -hmm. and like also it just like obviously there's people there to make sure that stuff it, it continuity yeah, yeah. is kept, but like what like. I can only imagine how much like if they're doing the same exact scene in the same exact outfits and with like same relative humidity and temperature and everything like that, like with the sweat and everything, it, they probably just sweat the same time every mm -hmm. single time. 
and, and like just was like okay and there's this like well we have mr hank's number shirt number 53 here <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> they sell on ebay for twenty thousand dollars <laughs> i'm gonna look it up after this <laughs> i'll look it up to see if there's <laughs> captain <laughs> phillips blue shirt blue shirt there's like 150 of them on yeah. there <laughs> they just keep reselling for more money <laughs> look, look at these sweat stains uh this is no pure tom hanks well <laughs> pure tom hanks my mom would probably want one so. she's she's in love with tom hanks and um harrison ford anyway of course uh yeah those are the two like main like love him uh which they're good but uh i i really enjoyed the directing and and even like just like and you mentioned this well i'll this is a good streamline actually into cinematography where um like it was like a shaky cam yeah when the movie first began i actually hated it <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not a huge fan of shaky cams and a lot of like action movies or pseudo action movies use that to like simulate oh look at this it's all over the place but a lot of times it gives me and i know quite a lot of other people like a headache yeah it makes it hard to concentrate on what the action is and it almost makes it so that it not almost it's a lot of times takes away from it and so the first few scenes where it's like he's in the car with his wife and it shows him walking on the boat doing his initial checkup and everything like that and i saw it was kind of shaking i was like yeah i'm not sure if i'm going like this is going to take away from the movie but the moment they got onto the sea i was just like okay no yeah it's it made it feel more like they were like it was a not like nautical adventure Mm -hmm. or like almost i think they should have waited for till they were on the boat i think so too yeah i Um, think i think it, there was so little of the movie where they weren't on the yeah. ocean. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it wasn't that huge of a deal. But, I, I don't know. It, it, it put me off at the very beginning. But once they got into the ocean, I was like, okay, this is this is better. And then once they got into, like, it, like the scene we keep talking about, like, when, when the pirates are trying to board, and it was just like, oh, man, going back and forth, up and mm-hmm. down. I'm just like, oh, my God. It I makes feel, it feel uneasy. I, I, feel you know? like, I feel like I'm shaking in that pontoon boat yeah. or whatever the hell they had. So. And, like, it... It's so cool because they had to, they had to film in such small spaces, like on the lifeboat, when they oh, showed shots of them, like yeah. on the on the boats, getting towards the uh, main mothership. The, the insides of like ships like that too aren't aren't like spacious. Yeah, it was Not, probably like, like one guy the, in those there hallways a are those hallways are cramped. Like when it when it had all of those actors in the engine room. I can only imagine how, like, and they even mentioned it, mm-hmm. like, how hot and humid that would be. Now, But it made it feel so uncomfortable it made it, having yeah. it be that close, yeah, you know? Yeah, and, and it was good kind of uncomfortable. Um, but... Yeah, I keep talking. I'm looking something up. Yeah, uh, and so that, and, like, that was only topped by the fact that you got onto this, this lifeboat, and obviously, well, like, these lifeboats are meant for, like, to hold, like, 15, 20 people, uh, like that but as you if you look in the movie they aren't spacious the seats are cramped um Mm -hmm. every everything is cramped about it and then like you add the tension of now there's these uh there's these several armed men in there holding you hostage like you felt like you were in there hostage with with tom hanks and then there's the scene where they're just like trying to bash open the window because they don't want to have the hatch open because that was a large opening but they need air Mm -hmm. and it's just like oh man like claustrophobic yeah well i I even just looked it up they did not use cgi they used actual boats oh really yeah they used actual boats on actual sea to film it so like they were literally 
like crammed in the boat, crammed in the lifeboat filming it. And I wonder, I wonder if like the director was there or like, cause I think they just got a camera guy. There had to have been a cameraman in there. Yeah. Well, like, like, or, or if, if I don't, I don't know, but I think that's crazy that like there, cause there's so many people behind the scenes on set. And so you, it would have to be limited. Mm -hmm. Um, and and there's no socially distancing for this movie. <laughs> this none. was pre-COVID. <laughs> this is pre-COVID. I but... know March seems like 33 years ago. Uh-huh. But this is, uh, was 2013 when this movie came out, Yeah, no social so, yeah. distancing yeah. in this movie. Well, you could be sweaty and sick and be in the same room. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was really cool. And, and just the... I, I thought, yeah, the shaky cam kind of bugged me, mainly because you pointed it out. I wasn't going to notice it. But then I noticed it at the beginning. I tend, I tend to notice a lot of weird technical things more than other people. Yeah, but I, I think that I think that they should have waited till they were on the boat to to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, let's let's talk about acting for a minute. Um, yeah, obvious, obviously, um, Tom Hanks is the leading man in this, and mm-hmm. Tom Hanks has a a storied career like if you you look and uh, and like some of the biggest movies made in the last 30 years um tom hanks is is the leading man or Mm -hmm. close to the leading man in in a lot of those movies and i i think he very much delivered um he uh like uh he very much is like he's always the kind of guy where it's like he always plays successfully plays a character where it's like you can relate and feel like this is this is a dude that i know kind mm-hmm. of character and like that's kind of what what captain phillips was he was just a normal man who 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 is a captain that goes out to international waters but when he's home he's just a, he's just a normal dude yeah uh, he was able to show him be like dutiful a little bit uptight which uh which was great for a person of his position mm-hmm. um but i think it really started to shine obviously when the tension started happening when the pirates first showed themselves and he was just like oh crap <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah he uh like oh man just the, like the the final like 20 minutes of the show of the movie it was just and i had previously like uh, i hadn't watched this movie before and i had previously saw a clip of that and it was somebody was pointing out how like a lot of people were saying that he accurately depicted a person who had just been through a traumatic like who was having yeah. a traumatic episode going through shock mm-hmm. um he at when like from the moment that he uh pushes the pirate off and he attempts to swim but obviously he's so weak cuz he's dehydrated he has no food he probably has little to no sleep. Yeah. Um, he uh, he uh, it couldn't make it, and then he gets tied up. He gets he gets beaten relentlessly, mm-hmm. and you could tell he's just like his Tom Hanks breathing, the way he was speaking, the like the panic in his voice, like when he yeah. was, when he was screaming out to tell his his wife, his family that he that he loves him. Like I was like emotional oh, yeah. while watching it. And I was just like, oh my god, I know how this ends, because like, I remember seeing it in the news and everything, mm-hmm. but holy shit, like he yeah. did that. And then it didn't, it didn't stop there, because he was, he was blindfolded and tied, uh, and then can you imagine being in that scenario, and then you hear like a, 
it, to him it probably sounded like one noise. Yeah. And then a couple of thuds of bodies, and then but like one noise and a splatter of something liquid on his face. Yeah, warm liquid. Some, and he's just like, ah, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, we're laughing about it now. And he's like, oh, ah! and it's just like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. And then and then it shows, and this is an aspect a lot of movies don't show, mm-hmm. is it shows him going onto the Navy ship and immediately, like, there's no, they're not debriefing him or anything like that. They're do, they're like, get him to the fucking med- medical bay. <laughs> yeah. Get him to the, the like, and she, and this woman, she's being very, uh, she's being gentle, professional, and to the point. Like, mm-hmm. what, what she's supposed to be doing. And just asking him questions. And he, like, is struggling because the adrenaline is finally disappearing. The, yeah, it's like, yeah, he was got, on adrenaline for five days straight. Yeah. You know, the adrenaline was like that. He's just like, uh, and he he could barely speak. He mm-hmm. could barely remember what even just happened. Yeah, and like, like, uh, and she just and she, the interesting thing to me was like she just kept going. She like cut his shirt off, and he didn't even look like he noticed. Yeah, like that was just like he was such in shock. They like he he could have been like, like they could have been giving him shots or doing doing anything, and he probably wouldn't have noticed because he was, and when he yeah. finally starts breaking down and crying i was just like you beautiful bastard yeah he's tom, so tom hanks good. did a phenomenal job in that because like he's still fighting it, like it, his brain and his body is still fighting yeah at that moment and probably was fighting for days weeks mm-hmm. uh, after that trying to figure out trying to process whole like holy shit what just happened to me oh yeah and it it's just like like and then like the first few words he said he's, he's able to get out he's he asked if, if his family knows is he's okay and they're like yeah they have been notified and he's just like <laughs> he's just gasped like oh my god i yeah, wonder how so I, I always wonder with those scenes how many times did they have to film that because sometimes it could be a one and done Mm-hmm. I can't imagine doing that scene more than once a day, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, like... <laughs> like, I can't imagine getting to that emotional level and then being like, yeah, let's take 10 and go again. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, it honestly depends on the actor. Because, like, guess. it's it's hard. But, like, uh, when we were filming Change, we did, like, 15 takes of the crying oh, scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so, like, and she kept doing it straight off. But uh, I... Yeah, it's definitely hard though. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, it's also that wasn't that wasn't a short scene either. No, that was a very long. That was like a ten minute scene by mm-hmm. itself. And so, like, yeah, I think this is a this is a movie to show, like, like uh, this is one of just the many movies to show. Like, Tom Hanks is a very well versed actor. This is a very yeah. serious role for him, and uh, like, I, I would recommend it just for him. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, so, Obviously, we have to talk about, and I'm going to, uh, nah. Um, but yeah, like, Tom Hanks, yeah. he was just incredible. Yeah. Like, as an actor, I am, I am incredibly amazed by, mm-hmm. by his talent. Like, it is, it is incredibly hard to continue to stay in that emotional state as an actor. Like, and, and to be safe as well. Like, you can be in that emotional state, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're safe. Like, you, it just takes so much specificity and so much craft. It it was incredible. And not even Tom Hanks, like, every single other actor in there. Yeah. I didn't have a single complaint about acting throughout the entire yeah, like, movie. Yeah, the, the four pirates, uh, especially Musay, oh, they, yeah. they, 
they all were played. They were all distinct from each other. Mm-hmm. What a, like obviously you could. Uh, they all had different forms of breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, they all felt like real. Like these. Like it's like whatever information they were able to gather about these people. Like it felt like they were able to take it and make them their own make them yeah. their characters and it's just yeah. like and obvi- even the crew obviously yeah, oh yeah like it, the crew had all their own different personalities every yeah. single one of them you know mm-hmm. it was it was incredible mm-hmm. uh acting was just solid i i did want to bring up something though um so when he's writing the note to his wife yeah. and the lifeboat like the whole time he has kept his cool he's kept his calm he, uh, except for the part where he like pushed him out but that was to get away like he was still calm and under control but like, um, but the whole time he's kept his cool around these guys, pushing him around, because making fun of him. He... But but then, like, he's writing his final manifesto to to his his wife and family, yeah. and then he rips it away. And like that that moment right there, that was like, oh, he just took away his last moments to his wife and kids, and that was like the last straw for him. Like, he was like, you can take away my life, you can take away everything from me, do not take away my last words to my family, you know? Yeah, and it's just, like, it's crazy to think uh, think that, like, for, like, the last portion of that entire thing, that they had that listening device, Mm -hmm. and, like, to be the people listening in on that shit, like, obviously they're they're trained military members, but, like, I can't ever get 100% easy to be like okay well there's just this and it's like he just issued a, they just issued a threat and it's like what the crap <laughs> and, yeah. and a very very real by the book like constantly checking in being like we want to hear we want to hear from the captain we want to hear from the captain well the government if this movie doesn't prove that the government knows everything then I don't know what will. Oh yeah, because the like they were that... able to find backstories on the other four pirates, <laughs> their whole that, tribe. That was so crazy to mm-hmm. me, because like they must have been at, under the military's radar, the mm-hmm. navy's radar for for some time for them to get the information. Just yeah. like we're gonna figure it out. And then they said that they said that earlier in the movie, and I was just like, okay, maybe they're gonna get some information. Maybe they'll find out. Who... And then they find out everything they, about. And them. it's just like they have <laughs> pictures, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah, that's just like government uh, knows everything. Okay, government's listening in on this. Our FBI agents are probably bored out of their minds listening us, listening to us talking about this. But you know, except for the one that's a huge Tom Hanks fan. <laughs> yeah, he's like they're finally talking about finally. it. Finally. Um. Yeah, acting solid, on par. Twenty out of ten acting, Home. incredible. Um. So I wanted to bring up sound and music. You mentioned while they were like writing out from their from their <laughs> country, uh, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, like with their boats, plays the Pirates of the Caribbean music. Uh, <laughs> we we looked it up. No one has done it, yeah. but so that means we need to do we it. We need to do it. We need to ins- <laughs> instill the Pirates of the Caribbean theme to this movie. Mm-hmm. Just da 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 da. Anyway, no music was music was good. It, it was very simple. It, yeah, it was very subtle, and it was very tension building. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it was subtle enough to where like a lot of times you didn't even notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's and, what tension music does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, that and this exactly what this movie needed it needed mm-hmm. it needed the story and the action on screen to tell the story with with 
any of the what you would consider even dead space, and it really wasn't dead space. Yeah. Um, uh, subverted by some of the uh, some of this very subtle music, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, in the mood, like, like. Again, I, I haven't been as emotional for a climax of a movie in a very like this in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like just the whole scene where they're just all screaming and they're just like, ah, oh, the sniper is he's blindfolded. And the mm-hmm. music took that to another level. Well, and then like at the mo- the exact moment where he was like, stop, and then it pushed the guy. He was like, stop. The towing. music stopped, and, it, and the music stopped too, and it pushed the guy a little bit forward, and he was like, execute. <laughs> Boom, and then it went into like resolution music, you know. Yeah. No, no, it it it, it waited. A mo- I think it waited, it waited for, until for him, for him to to start freaking out about the blood and stuff. And I think it even waited for, for him the Navy Seal to show for up? the for him to get on the ship. Maybe because like I'll it was rewatch that scene, dead yeah. silent, and it was just such good sound because, design. Because that's because that portrays that was the end of the tension. That portrays you know? what also probably what he was hearing. Yeah. Like, like. For who knows how long we've had these these four men bickering in front of them, mm-hmm. and then occasionally on the radio happening, and then the waves and stuff like that. Then the the tow line stops, the the main momentum basically stops, and the loud climax of screaming suddenly ends, and he's just like, "What is going on?" And that would, mm-hmm. that would be what he like he to him that would be dead silence, even though there's yeah. the ocean and ships and stuff like that. To him, it's just like, "What?" The fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very, very good sound design. Um, so, with the with the gore makeup, I know, I know, it made all three of us squirm with oh, the, the makeup foot? on his foot. Oh, oh yeah, it was, oh, it was good. It was that some was good. Like ass he stepped on makeup. the like when they're like, yeah, we need to get some guys to get a bottle, and I was just like, okay. And it looks like they got like a whole like six rack of fucking mm-hmm. Budweiser bottles or some shit. They broke, and he steps on there, and it's not just one or two. His entire foot. His entire foot is just is glass. Uh, also, uh, Musa's hand. Uh, that was we well, didn't yeah. really see a lot of that. Yeah, but, but you, we, you saw it in his physicality. You could yeah. tell that he had both lost a good amount of blood and that he was getting sick from it. Mm-hmm. And like you, it's just like immediately because obvious, like the like. I'm not trying to generalize their people, but these specific people in this movie and uh, from uh, from that they weren't necessarily clean people. Yeah, yeah. like they well, they third world countries, they didn't you know, they didn't live like uh, they didn't live in a very clean place. They themselves were physically not very clean. They had mm-hmm. been out on sea for at least a couple of days tracking yeah. the boat, and so like immediately I it, it was just like there's the pain of it actually being in the body and the look of it. You could tell there's like raw flesh showing and blood. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Oh, oh, I'm just like, no, why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, makeup was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I <laughs> think we have, well, like, period and dialogue, it was the time. It was, yeah. Uh, oh, I want to talk, the Boston accent, I, we think, well, I don't think it was a Boston accent. I'm not sure. I would have to, I have to look up to see where yeah. Captain Phillips came from. Definitely, Tom Hanks put a unique, yeah, uh, a unique accent on it because uh, obviously Tom Hanks himself has a unique and very memorable voice. Mm-hmm. With just like the only thing I could say is like it's nasally without it actually being nasally. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, like you you hear his voice and it's like okay, yeah, that's Tom Hanks. And then he gives uh, uh, like and that's pertinent in any accent that he's done in any of his shows. Uh, but obviously he had a Boston accent. Yeah. And I could hear something Boston, Boston area like, mm-hmm. and uh, and honestly, like I I th- I think it worked. It wasn't, 
it wasn't crazy and over the top. I like Zach and I always make fun of fucking Dick Van Dyke in the mm-hmm. in Mary Poppins, where where literally Dick Van Dyke himself says it was an awful accent. Yeah, and Captain Phillips was from Massachusetts. Yeah, so it makes sense. And so that that added to give the character that goes go, that goes back to acting. I think, oh yeah, where it's yeah. just very much like yeah, this character is from from Boston. Mm-hmm. And he probably listened to him. Like, there's pictures of them standing side by side together. Oh, yeah, and so he's probably and, and like, if, like, if he's listen how he talked. Saying a do a Boston accent is actually what a lot of people worldwide know. Yeah, like that's that a Boston accent is a lot of times what a lot of people like. You want you, you're if you're going to do an American accent, it's one of like four or five accents, uh-huh. and Boston's one of them. Or like do something from New York or from the Deep South or or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, location and set, it was on ships. It was, it was very, um, this, this movie was a very, it wanted to put you into the moment. Yeah. It wanted to put you into the story and I think it succeeded. Yeah. 100%. I, I don't really have anything else to add to that. Cause, and it goes, it goes back to what we were saying about the camera, the, the choice to make that camera mobile for mm-hmm. the entirety of the movie, made it feel even more like you were a person on the boat. You were a person mm-hmm. on, on the water. Yeah. And and it it really succeeded in all aspects of the movie. I didn't have any complaints about the movie. Um, solid 10 out of 10 movie. Um, so, with that, I'm going to give this movie an S rank. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I'm gonna give it an this, S rank. This honestly, this movie has left like a this movie has left a lasting impression in my brain. I think I'm going to agree. Yeah. I think the, the the podcast where we have the least amount of people to to, to, <laughs> to, to disagree. I to be honestly, this movie it was just like it promised something, it delivered upon it, mm-hmm. um, and it and it it not only checked every single box, it it like it overflowed it filled those those boxes it was really satisfying it was the there there was like obviously with the slight cinematography the note that we had i mean yeah but that's kind of a nitpicky thing yeah and like the Uh, and also one thing but i understand why they chose to do it at the very end i very much wanted him to show a scene where he goes back to his wife yeah but they might have filmed it but they might have just cut it out but leaving it like that i think was 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 still very good Mm -hmm. i think either way i would have been completely fine with it leaving it like yeah he's okay he's going to be okay and then they gave a little bit of tidbit information at the end where a little over a year later he went back into the ocean and i'm just like why on earth yeah <laughs> if that happened to me i would have worked at fucking like a supermarket in my hometown and uh-huh. and like kept three guns on me at all times like <laughs> yeah no really good movie solid ass ranking yeah s um it's 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 a movie that i would hope to to hopefully make a movie like this in the future where it's just all across the board mm-hmm basically perfect um yeah so uh i think that concludes our podcast our next podcast is going to be the sequel to this movie <laughs> to captain two phillips <laughs> um, no captain phillips this time it's personal <laughs> um, 
no, we, we, we don't know what we're doing next. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening, you guys. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at 410 Horsemen. Again, we have three new horror slash uh, Halloween shorts that came out in, in November. Uh, look out for the life of, life of I'm going to call it life of a pie. Uh, so that people don't confuse it with Life of Pi. But anyway, thank you for listening, don't guys. Don't sue us, Jonah. Please, yeah, don't sue us, Jonah. Um, now I get distracted too easily. <laughs> um, um, yeah, anyway, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, please be kind, be safe, don't get abducted by, by pirates. Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a good day, night, whatever time you're listening to this. Thank you.